Welcome back to the Let's Link Up and Chill podcast, being hosted by yours truly, Anthony. On today's episode, I'm joined by two beautiful melanated queens, Miss Kezia Stevenson, a final year undergrad law student from the University of Guyana, and Miss Regina McPherson. On this episode, we take a look back on my first episode on this podcast and a dive into the Black Lives Matter movement in Guyana. So stay tuned. Regina. Hi, good night, everyone. My name is Regina McPherson. I am from the mining town of Linda. Yes, I have to be a Linda people. Um, I am also a sociologist and aviation personnel. So. All right. Thank you. Thank. Thanks. Thanks. Regina, you sound so formal, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I should have to big up Linden like whoa yeah I'm a Linden yes. girl uh, yes. so so you guys doing how, how's everything with you guys how the quarantine on Kizaya I think this quarantine has really tested a lot of us. I think it's um, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. You know, it, it you know get you to reflect. Yeah, I agree. yeah, reflect a lot and get you doing things that uh, was only just a thought or a dream, like this old podcast. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact, I always um wanted to do a podcast, right? But I always made excuses about time. I don't have the time or um, I will do it some other time or some stuff, you know, something of the sort. And then this pandemic come and then you realize that, yo, life is short. And you know you should follow through on, on um, you know your ideas and so forth. So I would always encourage anybody, if you have a thought or idea or anything that you're always thinking about doing, just follow through with it. Give it a try. Don't give up before not attempting to see if it will work or not. You know so. Yeah, this pandemic is really doing wonders. Oh, quick question for you guys. Um, Regina, you could answer for us. And then, um, 
Cause I am. Um, did you guys listen to my podcast, my first episode? Yeah, I did. What's your thoughts on it? Well, um, I like the uh, the topic that you had. It was a very touchy topic for some folks. Followed it for a little bit, uh, and um, I actually agree with your point of view, which is not the point of view of many other persons. But I actually agree with your point of view, and you know, I thought that it was advantage taking, especially the part of others. And man, life is mm. life is funny. And when you when you're in the spotlight, people do things for publicity. We know that. But then again, there's always some as um as old people say, every present, everyone from a lie that ought to truth or whatever it is. Uh-huh. So. You gotta take everything with a grain of salt, especially everything on this whole social media and celebrities and these artists people. You gotta take everything with a grain of salt. But I I totally agree with your point of view on the topic, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kazaya. Oh. Well, I will be. I le- I listened to it, and I will be honest. I did agree with you. Um, on certain angles, but I also did disagree on others, like the fact that you thought that Jada should give up her show. I really disagree with that. That was that's her business. That has nothing to do with her will on August. Uh, I, so, you know, that's all. So that's her. That's her. You know, that's her way of making a living. I mean, it's not the only way, but. Oh. In any way, shape, or form, I don't believe in taking bread out of someone's mouth. Even if it might not be a significant amount mm. of bread, mm. you know, it's still something that she does, and it's something that she's very passionate about. <laughs> so even though it might have been used as a publicity stunt, I don't uh. think she should suffer that great of an affliction because of. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Um, I feel like I need to make a, a few disclaimer here. Um. <laughs> Where I'm located, <laughs> um, there's some background noise where I'm located. I live on the main road, so you guys would yeah. probably be hearing some traffic. So just look at it as an ambience to this uh, podcast, folks. Um, yeah, because, yeah. So, so you think I'm in the wrong to... Say that Jada should cancel this old red table talk because of the incident <laughs> with August. <laughs> Correct? Hello? Kazaya? I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, so you think I'm I'm you think I'm in the wrong Can you say that again for me? No, I'm asking you think that I'm in the wrong because um, the old August situation with um, Jada and in, in, in me saying that 
You know, I think she should cancel the Red Table Talk. Mm. Yes, I I don't agree that she should cancel her show just because, you know, of of an entanglement, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that she should do that. But in my response to that, I mean, your show centers around um, life coaching, right? And bettering people's lives and the relationship and all of that, right? And then you put yourself out there to look or to appear as you're transparent. But you weren't, right? But you're telling persons that you are. So in a way, the product that you're selling to us is tainted, you know? And any, if you're receiving any product from anywhere, what do you normally do? You send it back to the, to the shop or you send it back to the manufacturer and so on, right? I think a, a round table talk, she, she came out with this old round, round table talk for, she's saying, um, okay, this old round table talk is all about transparency, all about we're not judging persons. And the choices we are about um, showing persons how they could better the situation and and all of that and you know she she talked a really good game, but her actions say something else. So in a way that and be like me, like I'm giving advice. I'm telling you guys, hey, do that, do that. But my actions are saying something else, and. If the product that you're selling is saying that, I think you should you should cancel you should cancel the whole show. You know what I'm saying? August was in a vulnerable really. position, man. And I think if the shoe was on the other foot, I think social media and persons and different organizations would say, you know what? Cancel that guy. Cancel that show. You know, I, I think there is a, how could call it, a, a, a double standard when it comes to women on, uh, on certain issues. Imagine, imagine if Jada was a guy. What do you think would happen? <laughs> there's a question. I think there's a double standard when it comes to men, actually. Really? If the shoe was on your other foot, all of a sudden promoted for his behavior. Do you really think so in this culture that we live in? I, yeah, I, that's, that's why I think so. In this society that we live in, men get away with all these things, with um, infidelity and all these things, because it's more expected of them. Mm. But when a woman does it, someone frowns their nose at her. But we fail to realize that she's also human. Now, she started this show for transparency, but that transparency was mainly with her family and her family life. That situation with August happened years ago and only now that august slipped it is why it came out and mm. for transparency state mm. she spoke about it on, mm. on her show mm. but that issue with august happened way before that mm. well what's your thoughts on it regina i agree with uh Kezia on the fact that yeah men men get away with murder <laughs> I, mm-hmm. in, the social, in the social sense Mm. Uh, men can do whatever they want mm. and uh, you know it's, it's like they're praised you know they, they, it's 
masculine. Mm. But if a woman does it or her name seen in society, that's true. Mm. But um on the other hand, <laughs> being the type of person that I am, wrong is wrong. Mm. You gotta get jacket jacket. Mm. At the end of the day. True. Woman or a man, you're wrong. Mm. Understand? She was older, she had more experience. She was the one with the power. She was the one that will help the cards. So for me, I still ain't giving up for biographers. He was a victim there. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was a victim. He was a victim there. He was a victim there. I agree with you. Um uh, to, to, <laughs> in, in that regard because no, but like he's a grown man. He's capable of making decisions. No, I don't but, think he was a victim, but no, no, I but, understand your perspective. Kezia, I, I agree with you to an extent. Um, I would say men, especially famous people or celebrities, um, they could have got away with it, I think, like 10 years ago or 14 or 15 years ago. They could have got away with all sorts of crap. But I think with today's culture and with so many voices and platform given to women and um, stuff that are hidden in the dark and now lights are, you know, beginning to shine upon them, I think um, times have changed when it comes to women's rights. I think women stand, I won't say they have reached the point of a more equal footing, but they have more yeah. more sway now than they did say 15 years ago or 10 years ago and you know you gotta look at the situation whereby jada is like about 20 but 20 or so years older than august when jada and august link i think they were august was like what around what 23 24 something like that was very young, a young guy. And he was a guy that was struggling with all sorts of illness. And you see, you are a person, you're older than August. You are more emotionally mature than August, right? And you offer to assist this person. Now you have the power, you have more money than him. You're older than him, right? Trust me, if Jada was a, a guy and August was a female, ooh, people will be coming for Jada. People will definitely be coming for Jada, especially in this time that we live in, in this cancel culture that we live in. Look at R. Kelly. R. Kelly. I was just about to say, look at R. Kelly. You know, yeah. and then again. R. Kelly is not a comparison here. No, but. <laughs> no, but if you look at it, Right, you get R. Kelly, get on uh, this other guy, this Hollywood producer, R.V. Um, what's his name, R.V. Weinstein, or something like that. Um, uh -huh. him, it's the, that's the name, right? Then they get this other guy, they get this other guy, this anchor guy that was on GMA in the morning. He lost his job over um, accusation of him. Um, be involved with or harassing a fellow female employee and these things. So, it's Can you say that word again, please? Which word? 
lost his job because he he, he harassed oh uh, i think thank you harassed yeah, or molested or something no but no but what i'm showing you what i'm showing you the reason why i listed all these examples then you get bill cosby and all of these guys i'm showing you that times have changed i'm showing you that women empowerment um is has gone a, a very far away right so when you're saying that oh men get away with all sort of stuff yeah that would have been true you know a couple of years back but not now especially somebody who's famous right to me i agree with you mm, on that mm -hmm. because they, they molested or touched those women wrongly mm -hmm. and yes thankfully women's rights have progressed so mm -hmm. when they were able to speak out and be heard mm -hmm. and some effective change was you know allowed or able to be made However, we fail to realize that even though August was in such a mental, such a um, deplorable mental state, he's still an adult and he wasn't abused or the relationship wasn't unwanted. He himself said that he was kind of lust praised with her. So they were both consenting adults. There's a difference with all with him and those persons that you call. Mm. You, you think, you really think that, you know, some person could say that August was groomed in a way, you know. Yeah, he's adult, but was he in that mind of state, you know, to go into a relationship? Because from what what I've seen here, right, in um in what Jada L Jada casually talk this things like she had an itch and August scratched it for her. And well, August, August, in a way, like, he's that over Jada, right? And it shows that the, he, he wasn't emotionally mature enough to go into, well, I would say an affair, but she's calling it an entanglement with Jada. I mean, if you started out saying, okay, I'm going to help someone, this person is troubling from some illness, they're troubling from something. And your intentions was to go and help that person, but you end up um, having an affair with this person. Mind you, you are married, right? You're a married person and you're having an affair with someone, a, someone who's vulnerable to you. And I know it wasn't your intention at first, but I got to call it just like what Regina said, it's wrong. It's wrong and, you know, people got to stop with this whole double standard thing. I'm all for women, um, women rights, women empowerment and everything. But if we're looking at um, equality and equal rights for all, we should, you know, shy away from these things. You know, we should call, call out people on the BS. You dig what I'm saying? Sure. I, sure. I got you. I got you, dear. But I will say, I, I don't 100% agree in terms of the circumstances, but I do understand your perspective, and I'm, a, I'm leaning a little more, a little more on your side. <laughs> so stop you from leaning all the way here. <laughs> all right. Um... Moving on now, um, 
I assume we all aware of the old Black Lives Matter movement is going on in the states. Um, what is your thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement in Guyana? Anyone could start, Regina. somewhere 
that's what that's what you mean by it and in the person we had a conversation about it i'll tell you this Anthony, and as well i have a book it's called black excellence i it's something that i wanted to do as we were talking about uh, the whole coronavirus thing and persons wanting to do or achieve certain goals and certain things and that's something that i wanted to do and i started it it has i think eight of us mm. i'm among two females mm. and the rest is guys mm. and i'll be real honest with you we're about black lives matter the real black lives matter the black lives matter where persons would not understand it's not about what you see or mm. what's on the surface mm. or what's out there and what's trending do people even understand why are black persons targeted in America? Mm. Persons don't understand. You understand? Persons just see it as, oh, they're killing them because they're black. Yeah, they're killing them because they're black. Why? Yeah. And I saw this thing and I went and I went on my Facebook page and I saw the, 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 the I saw persons from Lindell as well are involved in it and I, I really don't know what to think of it man because to me I'm still convinced that it's for uh, um, a trending group you know trying to promote i mean yeah they might have good intentions but are they rooted in truth are they rooted in facts are they rooted in what this whole cause are they rooted in the cause? why did george floyd die i mean but i went on their page it said um this group was created to um, raise awareness for black people and in the wake of the incident with George Floyd in the United States and they're also pushing for um, betterment in terms of the black community in the world as well and I don't think it should have been centered, I mean, it's just my idea, it should have been centered on the fact that that man died it should be centered on the fact that there's so many other persons and there's so many hidden things going on, hidden regimes going on that persons wouldn't even, they wouldn't even in their wildest imagination understand. So for me, I'm still thinking that it's about the trend and it's about jumping on a bandwagon. But maybe they do have good um, policies and they do have good ideas they want to put forward but I, w- I would really like to hear somebody like maybe a person in charge a person with the actual idea or persons tell me you know what they gather what they what they understand by black lives matter what they understand about black people and about their, their struggles and about their lives because persons don't know, they just they just do what social media does. Um, so yeah. Is there you? Hi. Uh, yes, actually, I will heartily agree with Regina on that point. Um, when I first saw the 
the post and so forth. I'm in one of the groups that I'm a part of. I wanted to know, like, why? That was my honest question, why? Because it's not particularly, I mean, it's a good cause. I'm not going to say me, but it doesn't relate to us directly. And how are we helping the situation? By just creating a movement and then starting up some emotions, but we're not actually doing something to help the cause. Mm. But in terms of what Regina is saying too, in terms of edification, I entirely agree. A lot of persons are saying, oh, Black Lives Matter. And because we're Black, you, you just feel for it. You're like, I'm with you. But do we know the history between the whole struggle for, with black persons and, and white suppressors in the United States? Their history is totally different from ours. I mean, yes, we all endured slavery because of our um, true our ancestors and so forth, but uh-huh. their struggle was different from ours. Mm. And it's still different from ours. Mm. And I don't think we should just take up a cause that isn't our own without edifying persons about it first. I mean, nothing is wrong with taking up the cause. Fine, it's a good cause, but mm. let there be some sort of edification behind it. Don't just allow people to jump into it blindly or just because mm. you have a connection with it because of your race. I think... You know? I Sorry for cut you there, but, cause yeah, but I think... Um, what need to happen with the organization i i'm glad i'm glad that it's here in guyana to be quite honest i think that that other organization um was it actor actor um african central diaspora association am i correct Agda? yeah in guyana i think i think yeah i think they have been really um Docile. I'm glad that we have uh, another organization, something fresh, especially driven by youths. My biggest fear, though, is that it might be hijacked by some sort of political party. Um, the thing is, I think more education need to put be put out there. They need to put more campaigning about what Black Lives Matter movement is about. Because I remember when they painted in front of coffee and that made headlines in the papers and on the news and so on. It got a lot of backlash. You know, it got a lot of backlash and a lot of people saying, all lives matter. And I'm scratching my head like, why... Why why are they getting a lot of backlash over a simple painting saying Black Lives Matter? You know, and it's just done on to be like, yo, we really need this kind of discussion in Guyana about black people rights, about um the oh what is white supremacy and we need talks about uh racism in this country and about micro about microaggressions and these things you know because i'm surprised that it was a huge backlash over this and i want to know why 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 this this backlash you know what what you what are you guys thoughts on the um, on the old backlash on the old black lives matter movement in guyana especially from other ethnic groups 
like the roads. That's, that's the only thing I can see doing the roads. Mm, mm. I, mean, I agree with her because why you go back to say that okay, all lives matter? Yeah, all lives do matter. But as I heard, I think it's Steve Harvey said, all lives matter, but not all lives are currently in that position. Not all lives are affected. Not mm. all lives are you know pressed. And that's why we're focusing on black lives because we're not equal to the other lives. Mm-hmm. Other presidents or other races. Mm-hmm. Of course, all lives matter, but they, we just need to focus on black lives at this moment because those are the ones that are currently at risk or mm-hmm. being harmed. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, In the United States, it's the same thing because white people would see all lives matter. And black people say black lives matter. Now here we see we see the same thing happening the other day when the black people said black lives matter and everybody jumped on the bandwagon and start saying black lives matter. The Indian populace said, Oh, all lives matter. Oh, and it, it shouldn't have been black lives matter, it should have been one people, one nation, one destiny. Mm. Or it should have been all lives matter. But that's not the point. Mm. So for me it's ignorance. It's a lack of knowledge. And to me, it wouldn't reflect the truth because all lives don't matter in Guyana. Uh, you open the newspaper, the majority of the people that you see uh, gone down by police officers are black youths. And the, the, t- the part that really hurt me the most is that um, you're seeing these photos circulating around social media with uh, the Black Lives Matter and then people photoshopping it and put bandits life matter and associating bandits with black people, you know? Um, it does show you the level of blatant racism and disregard when it comes to black people in this country. And people say, ah, we want people, ah, we all, we all just go through the same thing. And, and you know, to me, the backlash itself shows that we all don't go through the same thing. You dig? We all don't go through the same thing. I exactly. could, I could. Uh, if, if you look at it, uh, get this guy. Let me just switch it up in a way. Get this guy, Doctor Cloyd Anderson. When you guys have time, just Google this guy up, right? Or you could go on YouTube and. Watch some of his um, seminars and an interview. Majority of the land ownership in Guyana are owned by Indians. Even if you walk down Regent Street, you see all those Chinese stores and so on. Yeah. But who owned the building? Indians. Right? Once you get land, we know that is wealth. Right? And it'll show you that the disparity in the wealth gap between Indians and black in Guyana. It shows that the Indian sits at the top of the economic ladder and the blacks are down below. And if you look worldwide, it's like that. Even in South Africa, where black people are regarded as a majority, who sits at the top of the uh, social economic ladder? white people right and he said until we can change that 
black people continue to be disrespected in the world when you guys have the time check him out dr claude anderson yeah, Dr. Claude Anderson, Omar Johnson, Tariq Nasheed, um, Dr. Francis Wilson, all of these guys are people that I've gotten a wealth of knowledge from over the years. Mm. And what he's saying is true. Um, in America, it's, it's the same here. As you said, you see most of the Indian persons owning the property, own the business, and these things. I was watching a, was what, one of those stand-up comedies with Chris Rock, mm. and he was saying that uh, black people aren't wealthy. He was distinguishing between a rich, rich and, and wealth. wealth, yeah. And it was it was funny, but it was facts because. They're rich black people. <laughs> they're rich black people in America. They're, there's rich black people in Guyana. Mm. But what do they do with the money to become wealthy? They don't have what it takes. They don't think outside of their normal thinking capacity to say, okay, you know what? I got to leave something for my children. Mm. The difference between black people and Indian is that Indian people are all about family. They're all about inheritance. Mm. Black people need to start thinking along these lines. I have money, what I should do with it so that I can make an empire, so that I can leave something for my children for generations to mm. come. That's what wealth is. Yeah, and... Um... Black and what one the sorry to cut you there uh, regina but um dr anderson did make that point he said that black people don't have a community and he explained that by saying that blacks there are not enough black banks um hospitals are owned by black people there are not enough of that and he said that black people um we spend majority of our money outside of our neighborhoods, outside of our um, people that we spend most of our money to the other ethnic group. Like you said, that's that, because we don't know how to hear. We don't know how to be racist. So we're going to go buy from the white man and we're going to go support the Indians because we, we don't look at race. We look at your back and look at hey, I gotta get this, or hey, I'm, I'm just, I just need this mm. greens or whatever it is I need. I'm not gonna look at face and go and buy. Black people aren't like that. Mm. We don't have, we can't be racist. Mm. And every time I hear somebody say that a black person, oh, I don't like this body, or I don't like it, you, you know, don't say that, because black people cannot be racist. Mm. We're not gonna race with anybody. Mm. That's one. We don't have what it takes to be racist. We're not in that position to be racist or to hate anybody. From generations before, from generations, from slavery, from before slavery, from Africa, black people are always type of people to love, to be in harmony with everything in one with nature, in one with everything in the universe. We cannot be racist, it's not within us. So we will go and buy from them. We will go and support them. Whereas you're gonna see 
the, the difference with us and them is that they are not going to come and support our business. Mm-hmm. They rather go to their aunt, either their uncle, whoever, whoever, whoever. Mm-hmm. That's the same skin color and hair texture as them. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but then mm-hmm. I think about it. You realize what? Well, what I've gotten to understand is that we're all one. Mm-hmm. We're all one. Mm-hmm. Over time, and in terms of climate, mm-hmm. and years have passed, and that's where pigmentation came into play. Mm-hmm. Climate. Yeah. We're all black. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. And because of slavery, and because of the treatment that black people got during slavery, and we look at white people, and we look at um, Indians, and they will stigmatize you, they will label you, they will look down mm. based on the treatment, and based on that, that came from slavery. Mm. That came from slavery, but I would always tell them, I would always, I would always be frank with them. I'm like, you're like me. When you go to North America, you're black. Uh huh. Yeah. And especially if, if you have a, a surname like Mohammed or Hali and these things, is even worse for you because they call you a terrorist. Yeah. You know? If you exactly. Go, if you go in England and call you Paki. You know, all these derogatory terms. Um, I can remember I was telling somebody that same thing that with the Indians you find a more unity um they they support each other and and the person say that yeah i know that but the the reason why i just buy from the black uh from the indian guy is because their prices tend to be cheaper than the black man the black man has always raised their price so i had to ask him a question now uh, why you think that is so he said man i don't know man but the indians then they're just good at doing business so I had to enlighten him and you know, explain to him why the Indian prices are low, right? And one of the main reasons is because the Indians, they control the market. They control the market. No matter what a black guy got to buy from the Indian guy, because what people fail to realize is that the Indians, the Jews, and what's not, they come together a form a conglomerate so they could control the wealth or the market it's not that a black man is not good at doing business it's not true if you go in nigeria you see a lot of successful black businessmen own billions and so on it's not that we're not good at business it's just that we're not uh, economically empowered to drop our prices because if we drop our prices we can't make a profit you know, especially in Guyana. In Guyana, you know how it really hit me? How, how, how this theory was confirmed? It was a time that, um, okay, I'll give you a story here. My mom's car was at a mechanic. I had to get some parts for the car. So I go to all these different dealerships and so on. You no. Know? Get the pricing on these parts and what's not. And all these guys would give me the same prices, right? And some of them would give me a slight higher price than the one that I went to before. 
And at the time it was coming out to Tony's, I think it was Tony's Art of Spears. And I just, by luck, by chance, I just brought up to one of my Indian friends. And the guy, he looked at me and he could tell that I was frustrated and I was, you know, just ready to give up. And the guy asked me, yo, what's so wrong with you? I said, man, I'm looking all over for get a nice price for this. Because I had to get a subframe for the vehicle. I'm looking all over to get a nice price and so on for these parts. And, you know, wherever I go, these people telling me the price is for this. You know, the price is X, Y, X, Y. And the guy like, no, man, I don't pay so much money for, um, for these parts. So I asked him, what do you mean you don't pay so much money for these? He said, no, I don't pay so much money for these parts. These parts don't cost so much. And I had to explain to him. I told him, man, I went all over the place. And everywhere telling me the same price. So the guy like, man, give me your money. And let me go in and get it for you. And believe it or not, that guy going right in the same place that I came out from. Right? Came out with everything that I need. Plus with change to give me. Wow. Alright? And it just confirmed my theory that there is an Indian price and there's a black price. That's true. You see what I'm saying? It's these, I shouldn't say these people, right? Because at the end of the day, we all are Guyanese. We all should try and live as one, but this is not the case. You know, we will continue to be looked down upon and we are continuing to be disrespected because we are not given a fair and equal footing like the other races. You dig what I'm saying? And when you see persons fighting to get that equality, persons fighting to earn a spot at the table, you know, we look at them because they have that kind of edge. You know, we black people like show up. <laughs> you know, um, you would see a guy and yeah, he got a nice job, um, mm. he's a pilot, mm. and uh, the first thing he would do, we probably go and buy a nice vehicle and tint it up and put on some nice clothes. And, why, and why, you think, why you think that is so Regina? Hmm? It's because we have a different mindset as black people. We want acquire things we don't see we see riches we see mm. material things we don't see wealth we don't understand the difference mm. and it's all about a show for black people it's all about a hype you know it's not about you getting what you have to get yes you're a pilot yes you're an engineer whatever the case is mm. and you humble in your right. You have a few Indian friends who respect you. When you're gonna go and buy a vehicle or you're gonna go you wear the latest this, the latest that, you know, they won't have no respect for you because you you're not you're not giving them that 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 side of you. You're not showing them, okay, listen, I am a boss. Mm. I'm making my money mm. and I can live a 
good lifestyle. I don't have to show anybody that mm. I'm living a good lifestyle, mm. but I'm living a good lifestyle, and you have to respect me because of my position in society. We mm. don't do that. Mm. We don't do that. We see it as, oh, it's a show, I have to get the girls, or, you know, whatever it is. Mm. I have to impress people. I have to be able to go out, go to a party, and spend a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars a night. Mm. That's it. Hey, you know, We're but, not gonna say, but but what uh, you but what you think is a deeper cause for that? For me, it might it might go back to might go back to history, not having mm -hmm. and not having is a reason. Yeah, exactly. Because the more you don't have then you're in a position to get certain things you're gonna want it mm -hmm. right and being a people that never had you know we never had certain things um it's it's hard when you have the resources to go get it and you don't you know mm. but for me Ancient Kemet society or ancient Kemetic society, how many years before Christ, had everything that was the first civilization. Oh. There were kings and queens. They lived lavish lifestyles. Right? But you know what we remember and what is embedded in us? Not those days. Mm. Days after that, days of slavery. And I saw somebody post something on their WhatsApp the other day, and it kind of hit home. They were like, uh, it was how many, 400 or how many years ago slavery ended? Mm. And basically, you were trying to say that certain things are still stuck in your mind. Yeah. Certain things are still there. There's still trauma. PTSD. There's, there's still there. Don't worry mm -hmm. with that. It's still there mm -hmm. as, as, as a black person. Yeah, you might not be living in that time, but mm -hmm. your existence was here. Your ancestors lived through that. They passed on certain things. Exactly, those fears and, and anxieties. Mm -hmm. It's still there. So, because you're not having, because you're not, you're, you're, you weren't in power, you weren't able to buy this, you weren't able to own this, now when you have the opportunity, you're going to want to go pursue it. But we have to change that mindset as a people. We yeah. have to. Because it's the detriment of us. Yeah. It's not going to do us any good. Especially now in this political climate that we're in right now based on the based on recent events, it's it's going to be even harder. And we know that. So we gotta have a different mindset as black people. Yeah. Alright. Um we should wrap things up. Uh Kez, you have any last words you wanna say? No, I think you guys covered it all. Um, <laughs> I agree with what you're saying, but in terms of the black um in terms of black people and their, and their wealth and their mentality and so forth, I do agree that there is a deep-rooted cause there, and that is something that we really do need to work on if we are to get um, economic freedom and um, you know, 
and, and break the chains of oppression. Because even if one person may have, or a few in society may have, the majority of persons in society wouldn't view all black persons in that way, and we would still be segregated again. So I just believe there are issues there with history and so forth that we need to look into so we can technically emancipate ourselves. If there is a possibility that you know anybody personally involved in this movement, um, I would like I would like to probably bring them on your show and let's hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. You know, or have a one on one with them. Because I would really like to know what this movement is about and if it's rooted in the right cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Definitely, definitely we got to continue this discussion. Um, I could try and reach out. Uh, I could try and reach out to the organization through the page, see if I get a response, if anyone would be willing to um, sit down and uh, give us some of their time on the situation. But it's definitely a discussion that need that is needed, and we got to continue this, but... You know, it's been about well, 57 minutes, man. Time really flies. <laughs> yeah, time really flies. Um, so, yeah, thanks, thanks, uh, Kaziah. Thanks, Ujida, for joining me um, tonight. I really appreciate you guys. I would really love Thank to get you. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Yeah, I would really love to get you guys back again um, sometime in the future. Uh, hopefully, sometime in the near future. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. You're welcome. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, that's it, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Let's Link Up and Chill show. I'll see you next week with another episode.